Hello and welcome to the Black Dragon Tavern podcast. My name is Bronson. I will be your DM for the evening. And today marks the start of our new campaign. Woo! Woo! Yeah. yeah. This, uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that, that was really good, DJ. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we start with, I'll just explain to you about the world, the setting, and then uh, we'll maybe move into some character introductions. Sounds good. Um, instead of just having you guys explain about your characters, we'll, we'll play through it. And our story begins in the land of Aristray, which had become a stranger to war and suffering. Though the scars left by the 200-year civil war had faded, famines no longer ravaged the well-being of the land's inhabitants, and most importantly of all, Aristray had finally found its leader that would maintain prosperity for decades to come. Until he was found dead three months ago, assassinated within the capital city's bathhouse. As you enter winter, you do so leaderless, with four notable figures clamoring for Nazmar's throne. Mirth, lord of virtuosity and brother to Nazmar, continues to bribe the barons and arbiters of Aristray for their favor. It would not be unreasonable to assume every official had some tie to him and his blood-stained coin. Vale, lord of blades, remains relentless in his pursuit of power. His army, known by few as the Windstriders, claim responsibility for killing countless Nazmar loyalists. Without proper leadership and a suitable defending force, many fear Vale may breach Nudan and claim the throne of Titans for himself. And we have Lady Elena, priestess and alleged harbinger of Zildavir, the goddess of justice, has outlawed worship of any other deity or idol. Though her authority remains questionable, many of her devout followers have taken upon the duty of enforcing her strict guidelines by any means necessary. And our fourth contender, who many would believe is the true rightful heir to the throne, remains asleep. Whether it be a potent poison, compelling illusion magic, or an unfortunate illness, Seldor's condition renders him unable to continue in his father's footsteps. The current leader and ex-chancellor under Nazmar, Robern, Along with the remaining Nazmar loyalists, guard Seldor within the capital city's central keep. However, the politics of the world matter little where our story begins. As morning breaks and paints the sky, scents of lavender carried by fresh air pass through the hamlet of Gradle, a small farming settlement on the western coast of Aristray, famous for its dozens of windmills, rolling fields of barley, and plentiful winged trout. Gradle sees its fair share of travelers, drifters, and merchants. Among them exist you four. Though your arrival is recent, many have welcomed you into the community with warm hospitality. Your presence has even attracted the attention of Stefan, a talent scout for the Explorers Guild. He is expecting you at the Millhouse Pub this afternoon. We jump over to Fairport, about 200 miles south of Gradle. And Jeremiah, let's go ahead and have you introduce your character. My character is Roland. He's a criminal, dragon-marked elf. Rogue. Okay, and... You have been getting into a fair bit of trouble. You don't get- you haven't gotten caught yet, but tonight, things may change. And... We'll say it's about 2 o'clock in the morning, as you are skulking the streets. Uh, people in Fairport stay out kind of late. Um, it's not an early riser town for most, aside from the uh, fishermen and people coming and leaving the, the docks. Uh, makes for easy pickings for somebody like yourself. And 
you head into the town square. Uh, there's a large amount of noise coming from the crowd buying fish, trading items, uh, making partnerships, starting businesses. It's quite the bustling uh, area for the time of night. And you notice there's a small group of nobles about 30 feet to your left. Uh, they appear to be inebriated. Um, they drink from flasks and laugh very loudly. Uh, they are unguarded. Normally, nobles would be moving about with their guards, but usually when they go out and have a good time, there's no need. And uh, you notice that one of the nobles' coin purse is dangling a bit. Out in the open, we should say. Job's been kind of dry lately. And what do you know? Easy pickings right there. And you take a good look around you and nobody seems to be paying any attention to you. What are you wearing, would you say? Are you well-equipped in gear or do you prefer clothing? Uh, for a job like this, just dark clothing. A cloak and with a hood. Okay. Well... Funny enough, nobody pays attention to the hooded figure skulking about the edge of the town square. <laughs> skulking is a fine art. And when you get close enough, you start to overhear some of the conversation. And the noble whose eyes have set on seems to look in your direction, but stumbles a bit. The group laughs and he goes back to his conversation. Yeah, so the, the fisher boy. The, no, the fish boy. It's the, the boy... Who sells the fish, you know? And they kind of like roll their eyes. Yes, yes, go on. The fisher boy, he was out selling fish before we got to the the bar and <laughs> I, I pushed him in the water. And the group kind of laughs. Except for one, uh, who seems kind of disappointed in him. And uh, you get a bit closer and nobody yeah, notices you. Why don't you go ahead and give me a stealth check, actually. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so with quiet steps, you go through the gravel-lined path surrounding the town square, and you've gotten up to this noble. Uh, you can kind of smell the odor of ale coming off of him, uh, and it's a warm night uh, as well. Coupled with the odor, it's a little nauseating, but uh, you're able to reach out for his coin purse. And that's when you hear somebody from behind you call out, Hey! What are you doing? Has my target noticed this? Um, he's looking around, but he looks the opposite direction of you. Finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you grab onto the coin purse and you rip it from his belt pouch or from his belt. Uh, you turn to leave, and that's when you are grabbed by two guards from the market. Um, the guards are fairly tall, and they kind of lift you up just a little bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on here? Seems we got ourselves a pickpocket, eh? And the I didn't pick any pockets. <laughs> the no, the, <laughs> the fellow guard to him. No, no, he's right, he's right. He took his pocket. I found this. <laughs> and, uh, the noble turns around. Hey, hey, that, that's my pocket. He's got it in <laughs> his hand, he does. You must have dropped it. I thought I'd give it back to you. And the guards are getting ready to manacle you. 
And that's when the noble says, oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. Uh, just hold him up for me. And he takes his, like, white glove off. <laughs> oh, let's be reasonable here. Before you take this whole little, let me give him a good walloping. <laughs> the noble kind of <laughs> stumbles forward. He puts up his hand and goes to strike you. And before you're struck, you seem to be transported to another part of town. There's a flash of light, and you feel as if, like, a momentary spell of dizziness as the world around you twists and then reforms as you find yourself on the north end, near the forest. And you, f you feel a strong burning sensation on your right hand, under your glove. What was that? Was, did I drink Benny's brew again? <laughs> ah, my hand, what, what in the... You take the glove off and find a mark of a dragon embedded in your flesh. It sizzles as if you were just branded by something. Oh. Oh. The pain subsides, but the mark stays. Now, nobody else is around you. This part of town is more of like the residential, like the poor district. Uh, dog starts to bark off in the distance, but uh, I'm assuming you're just going to get up and leave. I look towards the dog, instinctually hoping for scraps from my youth. Uh, but I re quickly realize that those days are gone. Uh, I need to get out of here. You know what? Gradle sounds like a great place this time of year. So you'll go home, gather your belongings, and take the next ship out to Gradle? Yes. Leather okay. armor, all my sneaky supplies. So morning comes... And you wake up at about 6 a.m., or did you stay up all night? Uh, I'd be hiding out at the dock waiting to get on a boat as soon as possible. Something's <laughs> not right here. So there's a slight crowd on the dock. Uh, this is the first boat out, so people have been waiting for a little bit. And you come up from below the dock and join them. And you move out, blending in with the crowd onto this uh, fairly decent ship. It's not a dinghy by any means, but it's no yacht. Um... Uh, People fill up all the seats. You kind of just join them. A few guards come onto the ship. Give everybody a quick look over. Uh, you're ch you are wearing different clothes, I assume? Yeah, just regular traveler's clothes. Okay. So they kind of whisper to each other as they look around, and they just turn and leave. And you hear the bells ringing from above the ship as the anchor is pulled up and sails are dropped. You have departed. The rest of the day goes pretty smoothly. Um... The waves are nice and smooth. Seagulls constantly land about the boat. Uh, one of the older gentlemen on the boat keeps getting up with his cane and swatting them away, barking something about uh, them wanting his coin purse. He feels very suspicious about the seagulls. And that's when somebody leans over to you. What's up with that guy, man? You afraid of seagulls? Looks like somebody who's lost his coin purse one too many times. Yeah, but the birds, I mean, I could see maybe a pickpocket, but... Yeah, the guy's off his rocker. You ever had, like, I don't know, a sandwich near some seagulls? You look away for a second, sandwich is gone? Oh, actually, yeah. Come to think of it, I did lose a bit of turkey one time. <laughs> You'd be wise to watch the seagulls, friend. <laughs> maybe he's onto something. And he kind of looks up to the sky and... 
questions his existence for a moment. <laughs> Very uneventful, though, from there on out. Uh, you do see off in the distance as the boat rounds the, uh, the slight peninsula going into the water. Um, a small, very autumn-looking town. Um, all their buildings are constructed in a light oak. Um, they seem to be obsessed with fences as they have extravagantly carved fences around every building. Um, you see off in the distance there's acres and acres of barley growing, wild barley. The farmers are out, so we'll say about 3 o'clock in the afternoon now, collecting some of their harvest. And beyond that, you see dozens of windmills dotting the landscape. Uh, these windmills are about four stories tall. And uh, the great eastern mountains of Aristray's western coast lie beyond that. Uh, the ship pulls up to the dock, and there's a crowd waiting to board after you leave. Uh, they seem to mostly be uh, merchants, although some do have uh, a large sum of barley to trade with uh, towns of the south. And I'm assuming you're just going to leave with the crowd? Yes. Okay. So you leave with the crowd. Now, your goal is to just lay low in this town for now? Yeah, lay low, build a little cover story, do some hunting, uh, sell the fur, sell the meat. Okay. Well, it's not long before you do find a group of uh, hunters who just take you in. Um, and just like they were taken in, they don't ask any questions. They just, they understand. You know, some, sometimes people just need a job and going to be made, so you become a hunter. And you do that for a few days, and we will revisit that in just a moment. But for now, we shall take it over to Kim. Tell me a little bit about your character. All right. So uh, my character is a fairy bard. Um, her name is Lenora. She will soon probably have a, a different name. Um, Ominous. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, she's a fairy bard entertainer, you know. Plays multiple instruments. Does she have like a favorite instrument she plays? Yeah, she likes to play the lute so that she can um, sing okay. along when she plays. So she's like a performer then? Yeah. You've been performing for a kind of kind of an unsavory crowd lately. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean lately? Like lately. every day? <laughs> yeah, since, since you can remember. Uh, you've been a captive of Captain Elrit and his pirate crew. Okay. Uh, ever since you remember... Even back way, way, way when you were young, uh, you've been living in a cage in Captain Elrit's cabin. Um, it's, you know, it's a spacious cage. He, he brings food and water to you, but uh, your primary residence is made of iron. So you've made a friend, uh, Elliot Reese, first mate to Captain Elrit. Following your meals uh, given to you by Captain Elret, he would come in and bring you some extra scraps from the dinner they're having. Um, he seems to be the only one on the ship who actually cares how you're doing, though he's never made any kind of uh, move to free you or do anything above and beyond what he can do. Um, you do you do notice it. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know if it ever struck you as odd or anything, but um, yeah, I guess that's something nice that you have going on in your life. Uh, even though it's quite small. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but tonight is a little bit different. 
Captain Elrit seems a bit upset. Uh, you know, you've overheard him call you or call you his lucky charm before, and you never really knew what that meant. But uh, the crew came came back a little late tonight, and Captain Elrit storms into his uh, room, kind of mad and defeated. Not really angry at you, although he does look at you, and he's a bit confused. And then he goes and looks down at his desk and writes things down on his papers. Uh, he studies for a bit and falls asleep, oh. forgetting to feed you dinner. Okay, I was going to tell him hi, but <laughs> you kind of went too fast. Oh, okay, well. He seemed like he's in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd appreciate it a, a different day, but... And any any attempt to speak to him is just, it falls on deaf ears. Oh, uh, it's futile. Okay. Yeah. Morning comes. He wakes up. Uh, you wake up as well. He kind of shifts and throws the papers onto the floor. He kind of wished that last night was just a nightmare, but you can tell he's still visibly upset. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I just wanted a FYI. Um, I'm playing the, um, the my liar right now. Okay. <laughs> so it's not the loot, it's the liar. <sighs> Damn it, fairy. Just not now. Uh, I turn to him and I say, Why, Captain? <sighs> Bit of a bad luck. String of bad luck, actually. Dating very, very far. Months. Running low on food, that's all. You know, uh -huh. Every voyage, fruitless. I think I'll go into town tonight. And I'll take, uh, I'll take Elliot with me. I think I need some help from a higher power. You know what I mean? Maybe that will help. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Anyways, uh... I think I forgot to feed you last night. You you should be kind of hungry now. Should I have somebody send something up? Breakfast would be nice. Right, right. Okay. Uh, stay put. <laughs> uh, yes. Stay put. Ha <laughs> uh ha. -huh. And he <laughs> walks to the door, leaves. <laughs> the door stays open and Elliot comes in. He walks over to the cage, kind of quietly, glances through the stained glass window next to it and then turns back to you. Lenora, are you okay? Yes, why? I don't know, there was like all that shuffling last night and it sounds like something broke. Is Captain mad still? Probably. He said bad luck. Bad luck. Right. Um, when I go get your breakfast, did you want anything like juice or, you know, I know he usually just gives you water, but... Uh, Do we have juice? Yeah, we got some apple juice. I would love juice. Right. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> and he leaves. And uh, about 10 minutes pass, and he comes up with a platter of, like, some dried meats, basically jerky, and a small, like, tankard of apple juice, a little less than halfway full. Okay, take this, and uh, we're going to go, uh, but we'll be back, and have fun. As fun as you can have, I guess. Sorry, that, that just, came out awkward. I'll just be sitting here playing my instruments. And he turns and leaves. And you finish your food, you play. Sun rises, sun falls. Uh, Captain Alret, 
and his crew come back and you can like hear them walking onto the onto the ship and Elret is talking kind of loudly but you can't make out what he's saying through the through the wall and all of a sudden the door bursts open and Elliot seems kind of disheveled Lenora there isn't much time take this and he puts his hand through the bars and drops like a small paring knife in it's a knife uh there's not much time to explain but I think you're gonna have to kill the captain uh, I don't say anything, and I just grab the knife and, like, hide it in my little tiny boot. We we went into town, and I thought we were just restocking, but he talked to a, uh, uh, what do you call it, like a fortune teller. And the fortune teller said that his bad luck was being caused by an omen in his office. And when, when he brought you up, she confirmed it was you. He thinks killing you is going to cure our bad luck. What? I, oh, God. And, like, you see the shadows of, like, figures appear in the doorway. And not in the doorway, but the window next to you. And that's yeah. when he runs over to the desk, pulls open a hatch, and goes down into like a area below the main office. And Captain Ellert comes in. Oh, it makes so much sense, Lenore, when you think about it. I don't think about much besides my music, sir. Yes. You know, when I bought you... I thought... Uh, you bought me? No, that's a, that's a bit of a heavy of a conversation for now, but... Yes. When I bought you, I figured... This would change our luck. A fairy. A creature of myth. In my office. Hanging above all of our plans. What could go wrong? I asked myself. Nothing. Was the answer, I thought. But then, my men start dying of disease, every raid, we lose, food, just gone, no treasure, nothing. What kind of pirates are we now? So, yes. The common denominator, of course it was you, how could I not see this? What? And he pulls like a curved like scimitar from his hip. Now, those ankle weights should hold you down nicely. I'm just going to let you out of your cage for a bit, okay? I'm not going to hurt you. We're just going to take you back into town. And he opens the uh, door to the cage. I kind of back up a little bit. Into the cage? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you try my patience. And he reaches in and grabs your arm and like pulls you out of the cage. Ah. You fall to the ground. Um, and that's when he shuts the door. And you can see like... He doesn't really want to do this in his eyes, but he's going to. And he holds the scimitar outward. And you see off in the distance, the hatch kind of opens up and Elliot's eyes peek out. And then he closes it again really fast. Um, does the captain notice that noise or? No, it's very quiet. Okay. Can you, wait, can you describe what the captain's doing again? I'm sorry. He's standing in front of you with his scimitar lowered down at you. Okay. Um. Now, can you describe the ankle weights to me? Like, are they literally just like, like the ones people work out with, <laughs> or and are they, is it like a ball and chain type of thing? Um, they're like thick and made of iron. Each one probably weighs about twenty pounds. Uh, he has uh, he when he made them, he put like a wax coating on the outside so they didn't, you know, hurt you, but you still uh, like have a bit of scarring from them. 
Okay. But is so, it like a ball and chain type of no, thing or no? No. Okay. They're just really heavy. They're, they prevent you from flying, but you're able to still move, I guess, just a little um, slowly. Got a set of concrete shoes. <laughs> okay. So I guess I'll wait for him to make the first move. He kind of just like breathes loudly out. I didn't want to do this. And he lunges forward. I roll out of the way. Okay. So you roll out of the way and he, you can tell he might've had something to drink because he stumbles forward a little bit and Uh-oh. falls down to one knee. He puts okay. a scimitar down into the floor to help stand himself back so up. So when he does this, I'll take out my little knife thing out of my boot and, um, I will run at him and yeah, just, you know, jab, 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 jab. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you run up to him while he's trying to stand back up and you get him good in the chest. Okay. Um, it pierces his silk clothing um, and he lets out just a loud scream. Uh, you can see there's a bit of shock and horror on his face. He didn't expect you to have a weapon, let alone be strong enough to use it. Uh, the knife is still stuck in his chest. He turns around and like falls against the wall of the ship. Mm-hmm. It shakes the cabin a little bit, causing some glassware to fall off some of the shelving above the door. Um, and you're kind of in shock, and you step back a little bit. And that's when uh, you hear voices coming from far off, yelling for the captain. Uh, you you turn to run in any direction. You're just not sure where to go. And that's when uh, you kind of slip on the floor mm-hmm. and you fall out of a... It's kind of like a window, but it's a bit lower to the ground. Um, oh, like a little... Some type of porthole. <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> yeah. You know, they throw uh, things out there, fluids <laughs> into the oh, water. Okay. Um, yeah. And you fall through. Okay. Uh, you fall from the top cabin... Uh, you kind of hit your head on the railing around the lower part of the ship, and that's the last thing you remember. Okay. Your body goes crashing into the shallow water below among the rocks. Um, and what you don't know is before these people enter the room, Elliot throws open the hatch, sees the captain, uh, because he doesn't want to be blamed for this either. <laughs> so he dips. Yeah. And Elliot... Uh, picks you up along with your belongings that he managed to snatch. Oh, cool. And he takes you into town to one of his uh, known associates that he hasn't spoken to in quite a while. And that's where we go to Brienne. Hi. <laughs> okay, why don't you tell me a little bit about your character? Uh, her name is River. She is a water genasi. She's been sailing, you know, for a very long time, uh, I don't know, running away from stuff for her own reasons, but also wanting, you know, just the freedom to do what she wants. And she, she never feels more free than when she's, you know, got the open ocean and the wind in her hair. Well, you're winding down. Your mm-hmm. shift uh, out to sea is over. And you're just taking your belongings from your boat. Uh, and you're walking amongst the docks. Mm-hmm. And you hear a bit of commotion uh, from the lower portion of the docks and you, you look around and see a man carrying what appears to be either a small child or a fairy um, and he's he looks like horrified and he's running pushing people out of the way uh, he calls out 
Does anybody know River? Yeah. What? Me? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he runs up and you guys make eye contact. And he's like, trying to remember if you're the right one. R River, right? Elliot? Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't expect to find you so soon, but... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't have a lot of time for this one. Uh, here. What? And he it passes out <laughs> Lenora to you. Oh, okay. oh my gosh, is that is that blood? Yeah, so... Um, okay. She got hit in the head. Uh, there's I going to be... see that. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people after her. Uh, Excuse me? Yeah, yeah she's, she's great. She's nice. Uh, she's not a villain. She's not a criminal. Just... If I know, uh, I don't. I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me anything. But if you could please just take her to your place, uh, nourish her, back to health, make sure she's safe, and uh, tell her that uh, she'll do great things in life. And I have to go. Oh, but I don't. And, then... and he like just turns and runs off and blends into the crowd. All right now, uh, carrying this small form of a. You know what I what to me looks like a child. I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't re recognize that she's a fairy right off the bat, right? Yeah, maybe the fairy wings are just part of a backpack she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, so I'm trying to be careful with the fairy wings because I don't know what these things are, and just maybe I don't want to break them. I'm gonna uh, take something out of my bag, uh, a cloak I probably would have had, or a blanket. I'm gonna place it over her. Uh, she's gonna pretend like I'm her baby. <laughs> she's walking uh, in the town, swaddling. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so I, don't know. I, so I will uh, quickly follow. You know, go to the closest wall area and follow it to my house. It's uh, set a bit away from town, at a point where a river does meet the ocean. Okay. And on your way there. Uh... Some of the fishermen you've seen a little bit, you know, you've never really exchanged names with them, but they notice you're carrying something. Quite the catch for today. Uh, I guess you can say that, and I'm going to uh, wave my hand in a very trying to like, you know, just you know, good to see, but good to see you. Got to go by, kind of thing. Oh, okay. And, and then, you hurry off to home. Yes. Okay. So you get home, and uh, the fairy is not stirring at all. Or human, you're not mm -hmm. sure. But uh, you get in, close the door. And she kind of just drips water onto your flooring. Okay. Drip. Like, drip. Drip. <laughs> oh, jeez. And um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to take her over to the bed or the couch. Uh, I'm going to lay her down. And I'm just going to kind of like take a step back, look at her, and just kind of like look around and be like, Doing? what do i do is, is she leading oh, oh wait <laughs> and then like i'm gonna grab a rag and uh press it to the head wound you look after her for a few hours and all of a sudden kim you come to <clears throat> the last thing you okay. remembered was falling from the ship and now you're in a stranger's home i like brace myself i probably would what's be, going on i'd probably would be Where sitting at the table by now and uh, um, upon hearing her wake, I'm going to turn and be like, whoa, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Uh, a friend brought you here. A friend? Yes, uh, Elliot. Oh. 
I wouldn't consider him a friend, but okay. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, friend enough to... I'm so mean to him. <laughs> well, uh, friend enough for him to, uh, want to keep you safe, I would guess. Well, just relax. It, you hit your head pretty hard. I would, uh, you know, why, why don't you, you can come, when you're ready, you can come over and I made us some plates, so food. Food? Uh, right yeah. now? Well, yes. Uh, uh, now, is the window, like... Open? Yeah, like, can I see outside? Uh, yeah, a window would probably what, be open. What time of day is it? Uh, it's about 7 o'clock. Yeah. I usually have dinner around 5. Oh, sorry. He doesn't give me dinner after this. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you've been unconscious for a while. I guess you would have, uh, you know, missed your, missed your dinner, but uh, you can eat now. Okay. I'm going to pull out a chair for her. Okay. Do you get up? Uh, yes, I try to. Can I? Uh, yeah, what, you're a bit woozy, I... but uh, you make it Are over. the ankle weights still on? Yes. Okay. Ankle weights are still okay. on. Okay. Oh, okay. Then upon seeing this, I would offer you, do you want some help? And I would ask if, I would kind of like walk over and I'm like, go to pick her up. But then I'm thinking, do I... Is that like? Is that offense? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna like reach down, but then like kind of pull back and like, can, can you walk with those? I. Uh, and you see like are years. You, your your character probably thinks of a child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see like years of scarring though, like along her ankles, going up almost to like her shin from these weights. Oh, geez, someone really did a number on you. Well, yes. Let's get to this dinner. Do you need some help? Uh, no, I scurry over to the table. Okay, I shuffle over to the table. Oh, okay, well, let's get eating. I'm going to, in between us, I'm going to have a, uh, a like, a pitcher, or not a pitcher, like a glass of ale that's, like, for my dinner. And, and like, you know, I'm just going to have it, like, you know, right there between us um just fyi i'm standing on the chair to reach the, the table <laughs> so i can eat okay i'm not sitting on it yeah you're like what two feet tall so yeah yeah you need a booster seat um and then i say "Ooh, even a drink and then i just like down it down the pitcher <laughs> yeah down down yeah the glass the pitcher oh, the glass sorry the glass, the glass. Okay. i'm like oh wait that's that, that's and uh, children probably shouldn't be drinking children? that. Children? Well, you're, uh, you're a child, right? No. Oh. That's a, I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, just, I just assumed, I guess. <laughs> I, what, uh, I'm sorry. This is probably going to sound rude, especially coming from someone who looks like me, but <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I'm a fairy, of course. A fairy? Fairy. Gosh, I... And then I flutter my wings. Yeah. They kind of like, it's like a dog shaking off, like the water goes everywhere, but her wings flap out and you can see like all the various colors in the wings. That is amazing. I didn't know fairies were real. Well, I've never seen another one, but I exist. Well, I guess that'd be proof enough, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So you're drinking this uh, fermented wheat juice and... This uh, is good fermented wheat juice? <laughs> yeah, you've never tasted ale before. Never had it. 
Usually they just gave you some questionable water. Or, or like some really nasty beer. The occasional juice if they if Elliot snuck it up to you. Um, but you feel fine. Totally unaffected. Did you, do you, no, do you like sip this or are you like putting it no, away? Yeah, I'm putting it away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, <laughs> you, you might want to slow down there. I don't know if, uh, if uh, someone of your caliber would be able to handle that much ale. Caliber. That's an interesting name. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I mean, do you feel okay? I mean, that was a lot of drink you just well, drank. Yes, I feel fine. And I continue eating. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pour a drink for myself. <laughs> so you guys uh, get to know each other a little bit. And um, you finish your meal. Are you going to stay here for the night? Or what is your plan now? Well, I guess I kind of have to. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I, don't, I don't have anywhere else to go you feel like they might be looking for you if Elliot yeah. ran off to hide um, I guess over dinner I probably would ask about you know oh, the wound yeah. and like you know with the, the ankle weights and like I'd be you know I'd probably be very concerned for her well being <laughs> how open are you to sharing this uh, the reasoning behind like the weights and everything I'll go ahead and share a good amount with her okay so she just lays it all out yeah, I, I tell you about the whole, like... She's lived in a he cage. He tried to kill me. Captain Elra, and, yeah. Jab, jab, the whole thing. Yeah. She's going to kind of, like, put her hand on her head and be like, Jeez, I thought I dealt with some shit, but uh, you've really been put through it, haven't you? Well, that's my life. <laughs> well, you know what? Here, let's let's start by getting those ankle weights off. Okay. Do you have any kind of tools laying around your place? Uh, probably just regular tools that you would find on a uh, on a ship or things that would be useful. Household tools. I would probably start with a uh, like a saw. <laughs> saw. <laughs> not, not That's a saw next to my little tiny delicate legs. We're gonna make you into a real pirate. <laughs> Peg leg and everything. <laughs> but uh, but no, I would try it on the metal. How how would that work? Um. Yeah, the iron's pretty resistant to it, especially with the wax. It just kind of like mm-hmm. gets all into the saw teeth and it's kind of sticky. Okay. I'm going to pull out a couple tools and then I'm going to just look down and be like, yeah, this is not going to work. You remember you have a vice grip. A vice grip? That sounds worse. <laughs> <laughs> like to, to like, yeah, like yeah. squeeze it? Yeah. Let's tighter around her? <laughs> well, you know, one thing's going to happen. Either the iron's going to break or the iron's going to bend. <laughs> Oh, so like instead of doing it long ways, like across her foot, like on top and bottom of the iron, so it squishes it this way, not ah, on her. Sure, you could try that. Not in, not so her foot's in the middle. So yeah. that just the yeah, iron's in the middle. I don't really want my foot to be crushed. What's your strength score? An excellent question. <laughs> hey, she, she doesn't have that yet. Still, I'm, I'm either way. I'm, almost, I'm gonna working be, on that. You're going to be Marshall, so it's probably going to be kind of high. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're strong enough. Um, you position the weights in a way to where, um, worst case scenario, they'll just bend a bit. Mm-hmm. No bones should be broken. Um, and you're you're twisting really hard on that vice grip, and all of a sudden you hear a loud clink, and bits of metal spray everywhere. Uh, you shield your face, um, but Kim, you have your left leg free. 
and you repeat it with the right leg, uh, breaking right. the bonds. Now the other one. Um, when she does the second one, uh, I like lift up and fly around the room in like circles and stuff. It feels oh. really good to feel the cool air on that part of your ankles that you have not felt ever. Yeah, they're probably kind of gross and dirty to be yeah, honest. Never been washed, pretty raw. Gosh, you those wings really aren't for show, are they? You're just zipping around the room like yeah. uh, like one of those like RC helicopters. Basically. I uh, if she gets close to a uh, would they have pictures in this world paintings or uh yeah we could do paintings paintings okay. uh if she gets close to a uh painting of my mother i would ask her to uh to you know just be careful just be careful with that what are you doing just zippity doodle uh yeah just, zippity just, just ignore me okay <laughs> just ignore me i'm fine <laughs> it's only my house <laughs> i'm just kidding i mean i'm not trying to like be all reckless and like break things or you know bounce off the walls two years go by uh you have taken up residence as uh as river's roommate um you kind of just house sit while she's out late fishing Uh, you've actually taken up a profession as well um as a performer for the local theater which i assume you disguise yourself oh yeah heavily i kind of have to because my skin's kind of like multicolor, so uh, you would uh, disguise self also help with the height. Disguise self, yes, but I don't have that yet, so oh, I just okay. have to use my um, disguise kit. Platform shoes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> platform shoes. Every you're day. just known as that kid that's really good at the loot, the child prodigy. <laughs> yeah, Even like oh, you hide old. your wings. I, 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 guess you, um, I guess you'd have to. I probably try to pass myself off as maybe more of a like. If I could, like a halfling or something like that. Okay. And River. Small halfling. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, you have found work as a sailor. Uh, you're joining a crew, not necessarily pirates, but uh, you just go out with them while they do deep sea fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you help man the ship. You have plenty of experience working uh, sails. So you're just up there, mainly controlling as the wind changes. So you change the sails. And we'll say it's about four o'clock. Uh, you're returning. From your early morning shift, quite the load you've caught. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of nice salmon and tuna. Uh, Gonna bring a crew, couple back. <laughs> your crew thanks you um, as you depart from the the plank, and that's when you're stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, three very, let's say, visceral-looking men, kind of towering over you. Uh, I'm going to attempt to show uh, no fear. I'm used to working with some very rough, unsavory, and strong people. So, you know, I've learned not to. So this to is really... nothing. Yeah, I- I'm going to kind of like readjust the bag on my like shoulder a little bit. Uh, can I help you, gentlemen? All right. Hold on there. Hold on. You look a little familiar. Mm, you uh, see a uh, little little human child? Perry, maybe? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of human children in the village. You're going to have to be more specific. Uh, the kind that fly. Wings and such. Mm. Multicolored. I think you may have hit your head a little too hard. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen any children that fly around this town or any other. <laughs> I, I paid a little bit of coin, you see. Uh, 
little seagull told me that maybe you do know something. Well, maybe that seagull to keep their mouth shut because honestly, there's nothing around here. All right, I'll keep my eye on you. And Thanks he and his for men telling leave. me. They walk away. I'm not going to go directly back to my house. I'm going to take a roundabout way through probably a forested area where I would most likely be able to lose them. Eventually, I'd probably circle around to higher in the river and then follow the river back to the back to my house. Okay. Well, Callie, there's kind of a loud banging at the door and then it turns into a soft knocking. Uh, so I'm going to real quick, like... Use my disguise kit. Okay. Halfling-ish <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll answer the door. Oh, hello. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> uh, you are not who I was expecting. Uh, uh, is Lady River home right now? Uh, no, no one here named that. And he looks like around a little bit and sees the picture, the painting <laughs> of uh, her mother on the wall. Right, of course not. Uh, do you know River, Lady River? Have you seen her about? What's this about, sir? Oh, um, well, you see, her uh, brother, brother, sis sister, uh, has acquired wealth and would like to impart some of it into her purse. Uh, her family says i'm just the messenger sorry the the details are coming back to me a little hazily uh so i'm assuming your character would have told me you're an only child or yeah i okay I, unless i didn't consider if my <laughs> if if i was the only child or not well i mean i would be the only child but if you know there was like cousins well, he said brother or sister. Yeah. So, so either like, way, if you told me yeah. that you're an only child, like that's what I would believe. Did yeah, she I'm, tell you about okay. like her family though? Or did, did you? What would you have in the past two years? I wouldn't have gone uh, very deep into it. Okay. I, you know, you would have seen pictures of my mother. You would have. I would have probably informed you that if anyone comes by asking about me, you know, turn them away or uh, okay, like okay, okay. or eat. Especially probably if they did say lady river <laughs> okay i i would have been like yeah i listen i've never been here <laughs> okay uh now can you just recap what he said <laughs> so, sorry so yeah he's looking for a lady river and claims that her sister has a large sum of wealth to to give her lady river i don't know any lady river oh come now you know the River, she, come on. It's her house, right? No, I bought this house. You bought this house? Yes. Interesting. I shall go check the town record and I will be right back. And but tips they his hat are and closed, sir. Not for me. All right. And you see him like disappear around and the corner. I close the door and kind of like my back to the door kind of worried like oh crap where's River? Because <laughs> like she's not home yet right? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm like in oh crap mode yeah. right now. <laughs> like what's, what's going on? <laughs> the door opens. You walk through. 
I'd probably go through a back door okay. uh, because I wouldn't want anybody who, you know. Right. So you like uh, obscure yourself a bit as you go through like, these. As she comes through the door, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I want to <laughs> close the door, look look through the window behind me and, and be like, wait, hold, sorry, give me a moment. I need to make sure. Oh, okay. I'll zip around the room and like make sure all the curtains are closed. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I'll turn the lights off. <laughs> Or, like, blow them out. I don't know if there's candles. Okay. Uh, I wasn't followed. Okay. There's something very important I need to tell you. No. There's a man looking for you. And he's... I lied to him. But he's going to check. And we need to leave. Or you need to leave. I don't know. Uh, actually, we both need to leave. Um, there's someone in port asking about a small flying child. And uh, I have a strong suspicion it was you. I think I don't know any other small flying children like things. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, but uh, okay. Let me just think for a moment. Okay, we need to. I think we should both leave town. Just at least for a little while. We need to let things cool. Do you know of anywhere we can go? You know, I mean, you've been in town more than I have. Have heard of anywhere that's a good place to lay low well there's a town i've been hearing about a lot recently called gradle sounds good to me uh, let's start packing and we can be on our way okay i'll hurry and so i just zip to my stuff and get it to all start together packing essentials uh things that would be you know helpful on a long journey uh because i don't know how far we're going Right. Along with the huge paintings of her mom. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's kidding. getting hidden underneath <laughs> the bed. <laughs> uh, you make sure to walk up. You guys leave for the late night boat. Um, before we go, like, like right before we go, I'm going to kind of, like, put my hand on the door of the house, and I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of whisper, like, bye, mom. Okay. Right before we actually yeah. leave. And you guys are off. Um. You eventually do make it to Gradle, and you just lay low for a bit, and you guys get checked into a room at the Millhouse Pub. Okay. And we will pass things over to DJ. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your character? My character's name is Magnuson. He is a hobgoblin, uh, a noble hobgoblin, uh, wizard. Uh, he is on a quest to make money. So that he can pay off some, uh, some, some <laughs> negative balances <laughs> okay. that he has accrued uh, recently, um, and uh, and yeah. Well, Magnuson is currently trying to earn that money. Yes, he is in the worst way he could do it <clears throat> in a in a riverboat <laughs> casino. <laughs> so you're about sixty miles east of the town everybody else started in. Um, you're currently in a four-tier riverboat, uh, which doubles as a casino. And uh, people come here from all over Aristray to throw away their money to the halfling nobles that run this thing. Um, now, you don't owe money to them, but you owe money to another group involved in the process. Although, if you ask the halflings, they wouldn't admit it. Uh, and you're down here with your 50 gold 
chucking it. <laughs> uh, what's your preferred game of choice down here? Uh, <laughs> you you play cards, you play slots. What are you doing? Uh, well, right now I'm on the slots. You're on the slots. Okay. And you're with your buddy doing these slots. Yes. And we'll call him Gerald. <laughs> Daryl, old chap. <laughs> and let's spend all our money. <laughs> oh yes, Magnuson. Yes, that is what we're doing. Yeah, and well. he pulls the slots, the the lever, and he well harder. <laughs> <laughs> he leans in and watches uh, nothing. Ah, oh, rats! Another seven gold down the train. What? Get, get low, get low, get low. Get low. And he what? like puts his arm over your shoulder and lowers <laughs> you down. Beneath, below like the line of the sluts. Magnuson. What? What what are we doing? I Why? don't I don't mean to alarm you, but You already have uh, sorry, my apologies. But uh they're here. They 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 are here. They're, they're here. People here, yes. The <laughs> chandelier candlelight gets obscured by bodies above you. And uh, you see some Goliaths in suits with tattoos going up the side, right sides of their neck onto their bald heads. Why, hello, Magnuson. I'll have a, a scotch neat. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. And he goes around and sits down next to you, puts a single gold in, pulls the slots, trying to stay like, you know, like he's one of the people here. How goes the, the gambling? Oh, uh... It's going. <laughs> and you look down at your empty coin pouch. Uh, it's going. I mean, um, I take it you're here out in the open because you seem to want to pay us back. Oh, the eight thousand gold. Oh, oh, dear boy, dear, dear, dear fellow. Um, I, you seem to, you seem to have mistaken me for someone else. I, I do know who you are. Who you're referring to? I'm... He he grabs in you know, like his shirt underneath his suit jacket and pulls it down, and you see RPM <laughs> tattooed on his chest. Uh, so on the RBM, don't mistake. <laughs> and uh, the person he came in with joins him, sits <laughs> sits down next to him, kind of leans in. Come on, Magnuson, you got our gold. But they make you people in a factory somewhere. <laughs> you know what we do to people that don't pay, right? We got a doctor. He's huh. going to surgically remove your shoulder blades, stitch you back up. Oh, yes? Will he, will he fiddle my unmentionables? <laughs> You're a right bastard, you know that? If there weren't so many people here playing cards... I'd stuff you into that slot machine myself. Take your shoes. Pawn them for three gold. Whatever they're worth. This is... This is fine leather. You could you could get at least ten or thirteen. Yeah, leather from your grandmother's back. <laughs> Gerald... <laughs> Gerald stands up. Hey, now you don't talk to my friend that way. And uh, the gentleman from earlier stands up. Grabs Gerald on the shoulder and just leads him away. Hey, uh, take care of this. Uh, uh hey, Ger uh, oh no, Ger Gerald's Gerald, just going outside. Uh, He's gonna, you know, soak in the air, get some fresh air. Like he smelled a smoke in here. I could barely see the door. 
Um, yes, yeah, so I... maybe we got off on the wrong foot. Hold on. Yeah. Perhaps we. And he takes out a match and offers to light your pipe. Oh, th- oh thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Um, we're going to kill you. <laughs> um, unless, it... of course, you have eight thousand gold. So, <laughs> I take my pipe and I go, oh. and I just like blow it in his face, <laughs> like really slow, like, <laughs> and he lunges for you. <laughs> okay, all right. He jumps out of his seat to tackle you. All right, okay. Um, his stool snaps though, and he just kind of falls onto the floor. Okay, I immediately run for the <laughs> fresh air. Okay, and uh, there's like an elderly couple pulling slots on the other side of you. And the the woman turns around. Thomas, somebody's on the floor. <laughs> and he says, "Not now, Darlene. I'm I'm gonna win." <laughs> and you just kind of run past okay, them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> they get up. Uh, well, he gets up, and the other stops with Gerald in the doorway and turns to run after you. Yes. Uh, you run out onto the. Uh, oh, what do you call it? Like the main level of the ship yes. outside. Um, the the entrance is closed yes. up. Uh, you're currently going downriver. The only thing you see are some fan boats, um, uh, held up at the at the rear of the ship, down about twenty feet. Uh, they're like down twenty feet. Uh, they're level with the boat. They're just down back towards the rear of the ship, mm. which would take you uh, yeah, just take you about ten seconds to run back there if you wanted to go for that, or if you just wanted to jump off into the water. It's All up right. to you. I'm running for the boats. You're running for the boats. Okay. <clears throat> you run up to the fan boats um, and there's like a young human sitting on a stool next to them reading okay. he puts his little book away oh um, you, we're not running the fan boats right now you see uh, oh you're right you're right I'm sorry and I grab his book <laughs> <laughs> I toss it on the other side of the boat like I just like throw it oh that's quite right <laughs> he stands up and runs after it <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> I just grab his book and I like, you hear, <laughs> you hear, Hey, wait. And there's uh, you know, the RBM thugs after you. <laughs> All right, I'm getting in the in the boat and I'm okay. starting it. <laughs> okay, so you get in the boat while it's hanging off the ship <laughs> and you start the fan, which causes it to spin. <laughs> So I'm in the boat. You're still hooked up to the main boat. <laughs> they're like, they're waiting to like grab grab the boat, but they can't like reach out and grab it because it's moving so fast. Um, and on the downswing, you uh, you pull a lever to detach, and you go flying <laughs> off into the water. Yes, I love this. And it crashes into the water. You manage to like balance it out, and you just go ripping past the riverboat and sail down this uh, river. You turn around and see the RBM thugs jumping into a fan boat of their own, and they take after you. <laughs> okay. So you have a fair amount of distance at the moment, probably okay. about 300 feet. Yeah. Um, but I can see them coming out. <laughs> like they're, yes, they're, 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 they're uh, not really gaining a whole lot of distance very fast. Does this, uh, does the fan boat have an engine like, um it's a very small like coal engine okay um 
Very crude. Makes a loud sound. Right. Lots of emissions. Solid. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm not gonna just like. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Pick it up and throw it? <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I basically hit the. I don't know. I take the lever and I. Anywho, and I, <laughs> I, I floor it. Yeah. Okay. So the back of the boat kind of dips down as water just sprays out from behind you, um, and you rip forward even faster, moving probably close to. Uh, almost 50 to 60 miles an hour down this river. <laughs> okay. And for our European folk, that's 50 to 60 miles per hour in, in kilometers. Uh, <laughs> in kilometers. <laughs> kilometers per hour. Not. Yeah, fair enough. Not. They do the same, okay. uh, except their boat seems a bit faster and it starts to catch up. Oh. And one of the one of the thugs, like, kind of stands up with one leg on the, the front of the boat and he pulls back a slingshot and shoots a little rock. Uh, the pebble just bounces off the like a ding it bounces off one of the fan blades and just goes flying into the forest off to the side are you 12 years old shooting at me with a slingshot I'm a wizard <laughs> you are a wizard although uh, <laughs> you haven't cast a spell yet yes alright so <laughs> I I have that I um okay I I cast a firebolt. <laughs> firebolt, okay. So you lean around like the big fan of your boat and uh, you you stretch out like two fingers and this like small flare forms in front of them before it cracks into a long streak of flame. And it impacts the front of their boat, kind of explodes a little bit, uh, and fire just coats the front of the ship. Oh, God. Um... Uh, the thug leans down to scoop water and throw it onto the flames. Um, but there's like a bit of a jump in the water and he gets tossed into into the uh, river and sinks. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing sorry. I'm guessing you stop, turn around and go help him. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, so you continue downward and uh, them seeing that you actually have magic, which they had no idea of, um, they stop. He turns to go back and get his friend. Uh, he, although he does kind of stop and look at you for a moment. Okay. You guys make eye contact, and then he just turns around. Like fierce eye yeah. contact, like almost. Like you couldn't yes. tell if he was scared or if he was thinking. Maybe, maybe you changed maybe he, the rules just a little bit. Yeah. And that's the last if you see of him. Uh, it's afternoon now, probably about three or four. Okay, so I'm um, like. Cruising along. Yeah, in you're my, cruising along. Um, you've passed a few uh, people just, you know, sitting in a rowboat fishing. You just kind of rip by them, throw water all over them. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Oh, you're going to slow your speed just a little? Yeah, I'm going to slow my speed and, and ask them, like, uh, like, uh, uh, my dear fellows, I, yeah. I've, had, I've had a terrible day. Just a terrible, awful day. I, I was wondering... Yeah, you is look there... like a sack of goat dung right now, if you ask me. So, it's safe to assume you're not the, um, the law around here, are you? The law? Yeah. Hell no. Oh, we fishing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can see that. Uh, is there an inn anywhere nearby? An inn? No, there's only an out. It... And it's that way. Be gone. <sighs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> well... Oh. If you see any 
crayfish. Tell him to get in my net. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. I will. Uh. I will let them know. Um. I don't speak fish, but uh. I mean, I I can uh whistle at them or something. And uh. Thank you. Know, you. Maybe we'll, you'll have. Thank a Thank you, fish whisperer. You. And yes. <laughs> have a great afternoon. Oh yes, you too. And uh, the other person in the boat kind of speaks up. Oh, okay, hold on a second. Sorry, my cousin is a little, you know, aggressive. Uh, yes, that's he gets it from his mother. Putting it, yes. Yeah. He, uh, uh, are you in need of aid? I just need to find an inn. I, an I'm inn? dead tired. A hotel. Hotel. Lodgings, dear boy. Lodgings. <laughs> Well, let me think. Uh, I'm quite tired and I need to sit down. 20 miles down the river, uh, you should hit a gradle. Go to the Millhouse pub. They always have a room. Tell him I sent you. Why couldn't your brother tell me that? Oh, my cousin. Uh, he, oh, you know. Sorry. He's a, a bit of a dick, we shall say. Oh. A bit. Yes. Yes. Hard to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell him I sent you. And what was your name? What was your name? James. <laughs> James. That's my name. Oh, well. Small world. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially when... Yes. Tell him James P. sent you. James P. James P. Is that, does that stand for something? James P. You know, I should have asked my parents, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, this has been enlightening, to say the least. Um, but there is a referral program at that tavern, so please let them know. Because I do intend to vacation down at Gradle and try out their wide selection of ales and cheeses. All right. Well, um, I I'll be on my way now. You, please. You two gentlemen, have a nice day. Good luck with the fishing. Sorry, I... I um, I'm sorry. I I uh, I almost splashed water on you there, passing by. I... Well, have a great day. And then I just like fa face like I just wait for them to get kind of like, kind of behind me, and I just pour it again. Okay. Well, a few minutes after that, uh, you hear a sputtering, and your fan just comes to a stop as you drift down the river. Damn it! There's no paddle in here, so you're kind of just, you know, the current takes you the way you're going. And, uh... Is there anything around me, like trees or anything? Yes, I mean, off in, on the shores, on the forest that flanks this river, there's a thick forest. After a few moments of your, uh, sputtering, you see the water kind of part, and a head comes up. Uh, it's a, kind of a pale, light blue skin and some bulbous black eyes that kind of glow with, like, a yellowish light. You recognize them to be Merfolk. Hello? Oh, hello, um... Oh, you are awake. Uh, yes, I, uh... What I'm... is the ruckus? <laughs> I'm looking for an inn. Your boat, it's so loud! Why do you not just paddle like all the other people of the forest? Have you got a paddle? No, but I have this doohickey I use to poke your engine. And he holds up like a, essentially a screwdriver covered in oil. 
and he <laughs> offers it to you. And I just, I, I hold it in my hand. And I say, if I wasn't stranded in the middle of a lake or a river. Worry not, friend. I will propel you down the river. <laughs> you just woke up me and my family. That is all. So I had to deal with the source of noise. Well, carry on. Oh, I finished. Okay. Well, um, the engine is dealt with. Why did you? Why did you destroy my engine? It was just really loud. I, you're in my home now. Right. Well, uh, why don't we do this? Why don't you paddle me to the nearest town, and uh, I'll whack you on the head. I'm not sure about the latter, but I can get you to town. Gradle, is it? Gradle. Yes. Gradle. All right. Hold on tight. And he goes underwater. The water line just kind of billows up a little bit, and then it moves you forward pretty fast, almost as fast as you were going prior. Silently, though. You just hear, like, gentle water as you rip forward quietly. <laughs> Some more fishermen up ahead, just sitting on the shoreline. They just Lines cast, and they're, like, really confused. <laughs> as he, your broken fan boat just goes by them at 40 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Little like, kid stands up with this tiny fishing rod. Dad, look! <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like... I'm just sitting there with, like, a, like a grumpy look on my face, like, <laughs> mumbling to myself, like... <laughs> Love people. <laughs> Fishermen. Paddle boats. <laughs> After about 10 minutes or so, you do arrive in Gradle. You, the forest thins a bit as it disappears behind okay. you, and you just see fields and fields of the like tall barley. Um, dozens of windmills operating at this hour. A strong wind hits you with like scents of lavender, and the water subsides. Okay. It becomes a bit still as your boat drifts off into the thick patch of cattails off to the side. Um, and a farmer walks up. He's got a burlap sack over his shoulder. You can see bits of barley poking out of it. Need a hand, friend? Oh, well, is this Gradle? It sure is. Seems your boat, it's a little, uh, not working. Um, yes, and I, I check behind me to see if, like, uh, still there. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't see him. I don't see him, so he, 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 he's gone. He he's literally gone. just pushed me, like, 40 miles yeah. and, like, <laughs> went back home. Yeah. So, um, yes, uh, is there an inn anywhere nearby? Well, we have the Millhouse Pub. You can always find a room there. That's the one. Yes. Oh, Where I can I find that? You have other options. Uh, such as? Well, um, and I'm sorry, I'm a bit ignorant in the matter, but I don't know if you'd be more suited for... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd be more suited for a stable. And I... I do apologize. <laughs> you see, we don't get too many... Um, uh, bears? Bear? You think I'm a bear? I'm talking to you. <laughs> now, you're quite lean. You carry yourself wonderfully, and you have a fantastic way of speaking, but you appear to be a bear. What sort of backwards hellscape have I been brought to? Oh, no, I, see, I, I'm sorry. I should have just kept it to myself. Yes, I'm the Millhouse Pub <laughs> is 
exactly what you're looking for. Right. And how do you say the name again? Millhouse Pub? Millhouse Pub. Yes. Millhouse yeah. Pub. Yes. Quaint. Center of town. <laughs> you can't miss it. Um, towers above all the other buildings in the area. Painted white with a nice sign posted out front of a delicious looking ale. And I am getting so sorry for recommending <laughs> the stables. You know what? And he sets down his sack of barley and shifts around his pocket, pulls out four gold pieces, hands it over to you. Thank you. Um, do I look homeless to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, this is, I, I've offended you again, haven't I? Uh, it's all right. It's all right, dear boy. Um, how much is a night at the inn? Well... One night. Just one night. And dinner. With, with, and a bath. Right. With food included, <laughs> you're looking at about a silver, although, you know, these days, ever since the king, you know, and he kind of like makes a slicing motion across his neck, uh, maybe more, but uh, silver's a good, good guess. I'm sure you could haggle down if not. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Can you point me in that direction? Uh, sure. And he points over to... Town, I, you kind of see the building off in the distance. Can I step out of the boat now? And yeah, it's a bit murky, but you're able to trek through the the mud before you hit solid ground and make your way off into town. Thank you guys for listening, and if you want to converse with us or just find out more about the show, please follow us on Twitter at TBDT Podcast. <laughs>